0: Hey, and Ann, we can't hear you.
1: It shows you're unmuted, but we can't hear you. How about, how there, about there, you, there you go, yeah. My friend. Yeah, thank you, good morning. Appreciate that, good morning. It's sure. wonderful to hear your voice. I actually kind of love that. <laughs> so good morning everyone and welcome to being aware of awareness, practice, the the invitation in this practice is very, very deceivingly simple. And it is to initially and then continually ask ourselves if awareness is present right now, amidst the siren, amidst what may be the sirens of the mind, feelings in the body, all of that's happening. Reggie on my lap, not quite being settled yet, but we're not waiting to practice being aware of awareness. We are simply bringing awareness to the fact that we are aware right now. at this present moment we are in full awareness we're not like you know 10% awareness and we're, kind of, we're hoping to get to 50 you know our, our, our awareness tank is not low mind has all kinds of stories about what things should look like and how we should feel in the body and how quiet the mind should be But that is all something to be aware of. Every arising gives us a chance to ask, what's aware of this? Is awareness present right now? So as we notice that mind wants to go straight up to the thought and kind of just run with it. if that's the inclination in this moment we simply relax around that and notice something's noticing that there's lots of sounds in the environment and mine says sounds can't be here i need to be silent to meditate we can notice both the sounds and the reactive narrative of the mind. And we can notice that something notices that. That is seen. So part of what I find really helpful is the knowing that the more I intention, I I bring the intention to radically accept everything just the way it is. The more I bring that intention, the softer the reactive energy is. There's still reactive energy. There's still a mind that comments and a body that may respond as well but the intention is to accept absolutely everything if something across the room just fell and smashed my intention would be to notice that I am aware of that So it's crazy simple, but it's really a grand invitation to rest because that which we are accepts everything just the way it is. Nothing knocks on awareness's door and requests permission to come in. There's a free flow of manifestation. We leave it to life to bring the what. And we assiduously point attention back to where am I involved in the story, in the arising, in the object, or noticing it? Aware that I'm aware. aware that awareness is present again not a you know a half awareness or quarter awareness notice there's there's full awareness you are tracking all of it fully alertly robustly the essence of what we are is right there, catching every moment. And the only thing that can ever interpose itself between the peace and the contentedness the fullness, the settledness, the well being of this knowing, and a sense of not being full, being empty, being agitated, being unwell, incomplete in some way, is the movement of mind. And more particularly, it's an idea that something shouldn't be the way that it is. It's the belief in the thought, this can't be here, this shouldn't be here, this needs to be different. So this practice is, is certainly a practice, being aware of awareness, but it's a way of being where we begin to shift our allegiance from the thinking mind, which assigned itself as sorter and judger in chief to the heart, just we can use that symbol if that symbol works for you if a different symbol works, like the field, the oneness, the empty shell, all pointing to the essence, the aliveness, alertness, that transparent divine spark of consciousness that allows everything to be just like it is for as long as it is until it is not it doesn't awareness doesn't push anything away and it doesn't cling to anything it simply allows meets the moment and lets the moment do its thing. We're not trying to become awareness. We, We are awareness noticing a belief that we are other things as well. As Argadatta says, attention is love. So to the extent that it's available, we're turning attention back again and again to awareness, to our essence, to this alive presence. And in so doing, we are loving it. So being aware of awareness is another iteration, loving consciousness, which is just a different iteration of being aware of awareness. The attention itself is the love. When we love something, we naturally pay attention to it. So if the call in our hearts is to pay more and more attention to the real, less and less attention to the unreal, doesn't mean we ignore the unreal. doesn't mean we ignore life, but it's no longer the center stage. It's no longer what has the meaning the juice, the pull. We're shifting our devotion from the temporary to the permanent. And awareness has been a permanent part of our experience, continually unbroken. So the point is not (laughs) to try to keep attention, exclusively and only on awareness for 60 minutes. That may be possible for some. And so if it's possible for you, wonderful. It's certainly not possible for me. So every time attention slips off, what's really helpful for me is to notice <laughs> I didn't do that. I watched it. I wa- I, wa- I, I watched, I, I, I didn't really watch it slip off necessarily. I just noticed myself up in thought in a story, in a memory, in a uh, imagining about the future. And, and, I, and then I kind of come to and think, how did I get here? But, but this is the practice. is That's the moment right there. We've got a fork in the road. Is awareness present right now? Like what noticed that? What noticed that I was up in thought? awareness. So the moment it's noticed, I'm back. And that's the practice. The return motion is the practice. And just getting curious. And and for me, at least, I imagine it's different for everyone. I'm not trying to discipline attention. I I, I refuse to give myself a hard time about anything that happens in this mind, but I am an enthusiastic student of noticing there's like this robust curiosity about what is it that carries attention away. Noticing that, and in that moment, realizing if it's so, I want a taste of truth more. I don't wanna understand that thing that's in my mind a little more. I want the peace that passeth understanding. In that moment, that's what I want more. And that allows this natural sinking of the mind into the heart as Ramana Maharshi calls it. I want the real, that which doesn't come and go. And I wanna confirm it for myself. There's plenty of time in the day to be attracted to thoughts and concepts, notions. And in this time, I have no interest in them. I wanna confirm in that moment that awareness is present and I can return attention right to it. Is it gonna be true now? Is it gonna be true again? Because awareness fully accepts the journey of attention, the wandering. It's all part of the manifestation playing out. I can notice that. I can stay aware of the background of awareness, of the fundamental, unbreakable presence of awareness. And if awareness gets old as a a word, sometimes it seems like the words just lose their their pull to pull me back. And so I can say the presence, mystery, aliveness. Paul Hederman. Used to describe it as the what's looking. You are the what's looking, not what we're looking at. Looking. In one of the awakening games a couple of weeks ago, Regina said, We are the power of knowing. We are the knowingness. We are the act of actively knowing. And when we turn attention back to this knowing, we can discover for ourselves that it is always in the same condition. It has not been affected by what it has known. It's always bright and open and transparent and vast, available and luminous. It it literally illuminates the thoughts in the mind feelings in the body. And it's absolutely changeless. This is the same light that lit the thoughts when we were 5 and 15 and 25. It's the same light And when it's asked, is awareness present? We all go to the exact same inner place of looking to confirm the presence. And it can feel like our presence, our light. But check that out. Like, there is no and written on this light. I I can't sense any personal qualities. There's no personality. There's no tendencies. There's no historical data points. And look at the light itself. Do you see any trace of what you regard as your conditioned personality, body, mind? your tendencies, your programs. I mean, it is absolutely tabula rasa, isn't it? It's just a blank slate. It's, it's just the light, the light of knowing. Rupert Spira calls it the pure light of knowing because it's, it's unadulterated with past, with notions, with concepts, with judgments, with story, with ideas of personhood and the inherent limitations of any concept. This light doesn't arise and fall in the mind like concepts do. It's the sun that never sets. I went and watched the sunset last night. And this is the light that watched the sun on top of the horizon. This is the light that watched the sun seemingly dive down into the Gulf of Mexico And this is the light that saw the afterglow. This is the light that saw later the dark sky with the stars. This is the light that saw the sunrise this morning. This is what's always present. So we're not claiming it's what we are. Jumping to the latest lily pad of a concept. There's no choice B. What else is always present? always present in our own experience, confirmed empirically by ourselves. And what confirms this pure light of knowing? (laughs) The pure light of knowing. It's self-confirming. Awareness is self-aware. We know the light by the light because we are the light. This light that's shining right now, not some special new light, or, or, you know this upgrade we're going to get when we, you know, finish whatever the course of study is or whatever the the latest goal is, or even when we abide in our spiritual aspiration fully, like full-time. This light will be no brighter and no dimmer. We already are what mind thinks we're looking for. And it's absolutely changeless. So more and more, we take every opportunity for instance, the practice of being aware of awareness. It's not the only practice where you can do this, but it's one of them. Where you rest in its embrace. We seek to discern one truth, one self, forever constant, and absolutely changeless. We rest in its embrace. And in home I've done my time. Got to know what is and is it mine? And it's nothing but ours. It's the only thing that's ever been present in every moment of this existence that we call my life. So this is how we can follow Dr. David Hawkins direction to start with certainty. Certainty awareness is present. This eternal flame is still lit. We all woke up this morning, we're granted another day, having life lit by this flame. we can appreciate in our brothers that same light. God lit their light this morning too. And the day will unfold. We will take gentle and peaceful steps on this earth, being shown the way, guided by this pure light of knowing. you. <laughs> Is the light of pure knowing still here? Is the power of knowing still here? Is awareness present? So what's also helpful to me is to bring my spiritual aspiration to mind. And maybe we just bring it up in our minds right now that feels alive to you. And just kind of get curious. about maybe how, maybe why, in what ways, your particular iteration of a spiritual aspiration allows you to confirm this light of pure knowing. All true desires are lit by this light. And it's also super helpful for me to kind of imagine how I will live today, how this day may or may not go. Details aren't important, but how. This light of pure knowing will literally illuminate the highest vibrational choice that I want to live in as this day unfolds. And I don't so much rehearse it as I do just see this light of pure knowing, this love, this wholeness, this radical acceptance. I kind of just see it moving through the world, my little world, my little circumstances. I just kind of watch the waves go out. I watch the the typical, situations that in the past have been when I forgot and just put attention outwardly solely on events and got tied up and being attached to an outcome and had all manner of expectations I wasn't even aware of and and I just I watched this light of pure knowing illuminate that from within bring me to that higher place of peace, all those peace choices. And I watch myself choosing those. So this being aware of awareness practice has kind of morphed for me (laughs) from a meditation practice I'm trying to get right to the springboard, to the way of being that I long to be when I'm not in meditation, when I'm in the meditation of my life. Just noticing that I can always turn back and be aware that this background of awareness, this light of pure knowing, the essence of the truth of what I am, is always available to be rested in. Maybe just for a moment, maybe for an expansive number of minutes. But this true north is always available. You know, like walking at night, right? That north star is always there. Keep pointing you. Keep pointing me to my true desire. Living in my heart as my heart. Be in service to thee. In joyful connection with thee and the thee that I see in all of my brothers. To be in service to thee as thee, as this light, this awareness, this radiant, Ever-present, pure openness. Bringing attention back. The truth of what we are allows us to touch in, touch into and experience the, the pointing that Dorothy Hunt made that stayed with me, which is that we are the empty mystery through which love flows. to a quote from the Seven Steps. This is Sri Sankara. There is no higher cause of joy and silence where no mind pictures dwell. Belongs to him who has understood the self's own being who is full of the essence of the bliss of the self. There is no higher cause of joy than silence, where no mind pictures dwell. It belongs to him who has understood the self's own being. Who is full of the essence of the bliss of the self. the shorter version of that, Dorothy Hunt's, right? We are the empty mystery through which love flows. So, by being aware of awareness, we present ourselves to the light of God within. and full awareness of our divine essence. This light that we have no memory of it being lit and so far we haven't seen it go out. It's continuous, absolutely changeless. And we continually rest in its embrace, whether we know it or not. But no matter where the mind goes, there is no thought that can diminish the light in which we rest by which we are lived and in which we love.
0: And that concludes our hour. Thank you, Anne. Love you.